Hello and welcome to Season 1 of Career Inspiration by VentureFizz. On this episode, Keith Klein is joined by Jen Paxton, Director of Talent at Level Up. They discuss the traits that make a good recruiter, building a talent pipeline, and the Level Up hiring process. Hello and welcome to Season 1 of the VentureFizz Career Inspiration Podcast. I'm Keith Klein, the founder of VentureFizz and the host for today's show. As you know, VentureFizz is Boston's most trusted source for tech and startup jobs, news, and insights. For the first season of our podcast, we're speaking with some exceptionally talented leaders who head up the HR and talent acquisition function at some of Boston's fastest growing tech companies. Today, I'm really excited to have Jen Paxton on our show. She is the director of talent at Level Up, which announced a $50 million round of funding just a few months ago. Hello, Jen. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Keith. I'm happy to be here. Jen has a really interesting background. She's worked at both really early stage companies and companies that are scaling at hyper growth levels. So we're gonna have a really interesting conversation dissecting the two. Um, However, taking a step back, Jen, you have a really interesting background as far as what you were doing before getting into talent acquisition. You have a master's degree in vocal performance from Boston Conservatory. So how did you get into recruiting? Yeah, it's, it's actually really funny. Um, so I, I fell into recruiting. I was uh, working retail and doing a lot of auditions for shows um, after I graduated with my master's and saw an ad on Craigslist uh, for a recruiting job. And what drew me to it was just talking um, to people and actually having conversations uh, with other individuals about their job search and connecting people with companies that they wanted to work at. And that sounded really exciting to me. So I wanted to just kind of give it a shot and see if I was good at it. And I I went and worked at an agency uh, for a few years and um, really liked the kind of hustle uh, of an agency. Um, So kind of Fell, fell right into it, I would say. Um, do I, I still do music on the side. Um, I actually do a, a production once a year um, with the Dover Foundation um, out by uh, where I live. Um, so I'm still in, uh, in the music scene, but I think recruiting is kind of my life at this point. That's good. So you still are able to have that passion side project that you can pursue as well. That's awesome. Uh, so you start out an agency, but then what prompted you to make the shift into more of uh, the in-house recruitment function and which companies have you worked at? Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, after agency, I went to work uh, in-house at Fixu first. Um, I really wanted to uh, have a little bit more ownership and actually see, you know, the candidates that I'd placed um, more on a day-to-day basis. That was kind of one of the, the best uh, highlights is that I got to actually see candidates every day and got to build strong relationships with them. Uh, so went to work at Fixu. Uh, they were a mobile app uh, marketing company. Um, when I started with them, there were about 150 people. Uh, I stayed with them for a little over two years and grew them to about 300 people. Um, That was a very exciting time. Uh, I learned a lot of things to do and not to do as you're growing a startup uh, at scale. Uh, And then I actually went to a smaller company uh, called Log Entries. Um, I started with them as employee 55 and grew them to 65 before they got acquired by Rapid7. And then I went to work at an even smaller uh, startup uh, called TrueMotion. They provide a safety driving app. Um, I was employee 20 uh, and I started with them when they were actually in the Harvard um, Harvard incubation lab. Um, so grew them uh, for that first year to about 40 individuals. Wow. And today you're at Level Up. Yeah. Uh, so share more about what Level Up does and size of the company in terms of employees. 
Yeah, excited to. Uh, so Level Up is a mobile payment network. It's targeted at quick serve and fast casual restaurants. Um, I started back in May. Uh, we were about 150 people then. Uh, and now we're actually a little over 200 employees. So we've hired wow. about 50, uh, 50 people in the five, uh, five months that I've been there. It's been a rocket. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. So as I highlighted, you have an interesting uh, perspective being that you've been at really early stage companies and, you know, being at companies that are scaling, growing, like fixed you and level up. But first, I want to dig deep into the earlier stage companies. Uh, some of our, you know, uh, audience includes a lot of founders. Um, and, you know, I think one of the thoughts that people might uh, want to understand is, you know, when should you bring in? Uh, recruitment into a company? What's the, the right stage of a company? Yeah, and that's a really good question. I mean, it definitely depends on uh, the the size of the company that you're going into. Um, so when I started at TrueMotion or when I got introduced at TrueMotion, um, they were not actually looking for a recruiter. Um, I just actually got introduced to them through another friend of mine that was an executive recruiter that was filling all their engineering roles. And they uh, projected that they were going to hire about 10 to 15 people, ended up being 20. Um, but I really think that kind of the that's kind of a, a bellwether. You know, if you're looking to hire um, you know, 10 to, to 15 people, um, think about how much that agency fee is going to be for at least half of those, because you're probably going to have to pay an agency fee um, or some, like some kind of fee to get at least half of those individuals in the door. And, um, you know, somebody that can come in and kind of build that foundation for recruiting um, can be a little bit more effective and potentially cheaper a cost as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So agencies, it, it is obviously um a resource that companies need to leverage at times for people that uh, need to, you know, whether it's an executive search firm or a contingency recruitment firm that's helping out with uh, agency or helping out with engineering hiring, wh what would you recommend uh, as far as qualifying a search firm to, to help out the company's hiring needs? Yeah, um, I think first I actually look at referrals. Uh, so I have a good network of recruiter friends uh, that have referred me to agencies that they have worked with and have actually produced really solid hires. Um, additionally, I'm looking internally. I'm actually asking some of my engineers, uh, you know, who, what agencies did you work with? Or has there been an agency person that sent you a really interesting message um, and you've actually, you know, not deleted it right away. But it's also nice to see, you know, other people actually creating engaging in males and that's kind of one of the big things about um, an agency is you sometimes never know what you're going to get um, so I uh, I'll take those referrals and actually on the kind of initial call with an agency um, I want to make sure that they understand the role that I'm asking them to fill um, and I'm communicating kind of clear guidelines with them on, you know, the specifics of the role. Um, but at the end of the call, if I don't feel like they really have a grasp on, you know, what I'm looking for, or what the team is looking for, that's kind of a yellow flag for me um, that I kind of try and kind of weed that out if I can. Um, so the, the initial kind of intake call, I would say, is more of a trial um, before I've actually, you know, signed anything with them. Yeah, so you can get a good vibe of how connected they are to the industry, how knowledgeable they are about it. Yeah. Now, if a uh, founder is looking to bring uh, a recruiter in-house, what do you think are the traits that make a good recruiter internally? So I would probably say the first thing is organization. Um, so 
depending on how many roles you have going on, um, you will have tons of candidates that you're going to have to get back to or tons of uh, prospects that you're going to be sourcing. So you want to make sure that you bring in somebody who is highly organized and has kind of an idea of a process of what they want to do. Um, if you bring somebody in and they just seem um, kind of discombobulated or just don't know kind of what's going on or what they would do to, um, to even start. Um, that's kind of a, another uh, hesitation I would have. Uh, you really do want somebody who has kind of a, a, a process or has kind of a, an idea of a process. Um, the other thing I would say is looking at somebody who's creative. Um, I definitely think that in some of my previous roles, I've, I've filled those roles because I have been a little bit more creative on either my search or my wording, or I haven't been afraid to just try something new and see if it fails. If it fails, then I learn from it and I go try something else. Um, so having somebody who's kind of organized and creative um, is definitely um, a good good way to start. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, you mentioned at uh, True Motion, you joined very early stage. Uh, was it 20 employees? 20, yep. So how do you go about building out the company's talent pipeline with, I imagine they had hiring in different functions across the company. So coming in kind of ground zero, how do you start building out that pipeline? Yeah, uh, so first um, I, I went in and actually wanted to figure out kind of what we were going to do when we actually got applications. Uh, so when I came in initially at TrueMotion, they were getting all their applications into an email and then putting them into a a folder uh, to try and keep it organized. And I, I kind of recognized right off the bat, like if we're going to scale and we're going to have, you know, 10 to 10 to 15 different roles open, that's at least, you know, 100 applications per role. Well, that's, that's a lot of people that you're going to have to keep track of. And I don't think that's really going to be scalable if you're trying to use a folder system, especially if you're trying to collect feedback and things. So just having kind of that first internal tool um, that is going to keep everybody organized and keep feedback and candidates um, organized is very important. Um, actually building out that pipeline. Um, so especially for smaller startups who don't have that kind of employer brand or any kind of recognition yet, um, it's definitely very important to actually have a lot of outbound sourcing. Um, so I found that doing uh, a ton of outbound sourcing, they're spending probably um, two to three hours a day of doing outbound sourcing and kind of getting our name out there helped us to get more applications. Um, and then additionally, you know, I was actually spending a good amount of money posting to different places as well, just to, again, get our name kind of out there uh, because we're, you know, we're competing with a lot of different, you know, tech companies who have uh, either a consumer, a consumer product that is well known in the industry or um, has been around for a long time. So it was very, uh, very important to just start to market ourselves a little bit more. Along those lines, you know, kind of going down the path of employment branding for a company that is just starting to surface, what avenues have you found useful? I've seen some companies hosting events at their headquarters or sponsoring meetups. Like, are there things that you found useful for building up that employment brand? Yeah, I mean, I, I say do a little bit of everything if it's possible. Uh, so we, uh, at Tremotion, we started hosting a ton of events. Um, so we would host uh, various kind of women who code events or um, women in technology international events. We hosted an Android meetup. Uh, so definitely, you know, hosting events will get your, um, get you more exposure and get more people to see the office. Um, I would also say, you know, going to events or having team members go to events is very important as well. Um, we actually got a few hires by just going to other events and kind of networking at those events with the, the members of the team. Got it. That's great advice. 
One of the things that is important for a company, in my opinion, is setting up a good process, uh, whether it's, you know, you know, who's interviewing and what are they talking about? Like, how do you go about setting up an interview process for a company that maybe it doesn't have a formal one yet? Yeah. Uh, so first kind of helpful tips about the interview process. So keeping it short uh, is always a better idea. So um, I've been at some companies where they wanted to do, you know, three or four rounds and we were wondering, oh, why are we losing candidates? And I could tell you it's because we were doing three or four rounds. Um, so actually keeping the interview process, you know, streamlined and, and very short is, is going to help you out. Um, and having kind of the crucial people that need to make the decision in that interview panel uh, and not having kind of external people that don't really need to make that decision, um, that's definitely a part of it as well. Absolutely. Flipping the, uh, the coin here, at level up, you're in hyper growth mode. Uh, you said you hired over 50 people in the past five months, right? You raised 50 million in fresh capital. What are the differences that you've noticed from you know the log entries, true motion to uh, what you've experienced now at level up, and even going back to Fixud, you know? So what what are the differences there? Yeah, um, I, I definitely think uh, part of the first part of it is. Um, having the budget uh, to actually market yourself um, and, and making a case for it. Uh, I think that at uh, the smaller startups, I definitely had to kind of sell a little harder on spending money um, to actually get us candidates. Uh, and at, uh, at Level Up, it's been a little bit of an easier, uh, an easier sell of, hey, we're gonna hire this many people. I have these statistics of like, how many places we post, and if we, you know, if we go to X amount of meetups or host X amount of meetups, we'll get these applications. So, um, I'd say that it definitely, you know, money does come into to play um, on just kind of spend like uh, spending on recruiting resources. Um, trying to think of anything else. Well, how about like like scaling, right? So now you're thinking about recruitment at scale. Before at True Motion and Log Entries, you were thinking about making you know, 15 to 20 hires or something like that, you know, now you're, 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 you know, exponentially greater number of hires. How do you keep the, uh, the bar high as far as the people coming into the company as you scale? It's a good question. Yeah. Uh, so to try and keep the bar high, I think we also have to look at, um, kind of the people that we have and figure out, you know, what, what level of, uh, of people do we actually need within the company? Uh, so we're, you know, we're, we're scaling and we're trying to figure out, you know, what went right with our interview process or was there anything that went, um, you know, it, that kind of slowed us down or why, you know, why did we lose one candidate? Um, and making sure that we don't lose that candidate, like lose a candidate similar again. Mm -hmm. So um, we actually, after uh, a lot of different uh, roles that we're filling or after our roles have uh, been filled, um, we'll do a postmortem on it and see, you know, hey, this is, you know, basically going through the entire process and like what went right, what went wrong, is there anything we've learned from the process and what can we do to, to make it better and even improve it. Are there particular functions in a company that are more difficult to hire for these days? I think that engineering hiring is going to always be difficult to hire for. Um, cool. It's definitely I think that as your as your team grows and you can actually take on uh, more you know junior developers, that becomes a little bit easier to hire uh, more junior people for. But if your team is looking for more kind of mid to senior level uh, developers, I think that role uh, that position is still going to be very hard to fill. Mm -hmm. 
Um, additionally, I think that you know, diversity does, does play a part in this, and I, I think that that's definitely a part of it as well. Um, we've we've had um, good success, I would say, with our um, you know hiring uh, hiring and being kind of inclusive on our hiring. Uh, but I would say that that definitely um, you know will will come into play as well. And we're hoping that as we hire people um, to the team, we can actually you know keep the keep the culture and keep the the diversity and inclusion up as well. Yeah, absolutely. And along the lines of diversity and inclusion, that's obviously on the top of everyone's mind these days. Uh, you talked earlier about you know hosting different events at your offices, like Women Who Code. And what are what things are you doing these days uh, along those lines? Yeah, so we partnered with a few different organizations. So last month, we actually did a uh, Women uh, in Tech International, and we're going to be doing a few more events with them later on uh, in uh, in 2018. Um, and then additionally, um, we have had Women Who Code in. We've actually had Ruby Women in as well. Um, so it's been, I've been a little bit more focused on kind of the women in technology side of it. Um, I'd love to, you know, host other, uh, other events as well. Uh, my team has actually gone to a few uh, diversity fairs um, tar uh, targeted at bilingual professionals, um, so Hispanic and Latino. Uh, we actually have a good amount of positions that are bilingual, um, so we've been trying to actually uh, ramp up our hiring on that as well. Very cool. Uh, an area that I've heard um, that's been challenging for companies to hire for is, uh, is sales. Are you seeing that too? Is, is sales a, a challenging spot? Yeah, um, we actually, so when I started, uh, we had a sales role that had been open uh, for basically since the beginning of the year. Uh, wow. So it had been almost, you know, almost six months before I started. And then uh, we we actually revamped the process. So the hiring manager and I sat down and we, you know, talked about what's the current process look like right now. And then I actually went through this hiring guide and the hiring guide had various competencies and it broke it down into you know, who on our team was going to ask specific competencies and, you know, what were they going to probe on uh, and, and kept everybody on the team really focused. Mm -hmm. um, we actually did make an offer uh, within three months after kind of changing up the process a little bit. Unfortunately, uh, the offer I did not get accepted. I'm still trying to have him come on board one day, uh, but we actually did uh, this last, uh, I guess, two weeks ago, made another offer and the offer did get accepted and she actually started on Monday. Ah, so congratulations. Been, yeah, so it's been a, a success story, I would say, as far as, you know, using, using focus and kind of a hiring guide to actually make that happen. Well, there's always going to be those unique positions that stay open longer just based on Maybe there's a domain experience that you're looking for or a certain type of experience selling to maybe an industry. So it's, uh, you know, those things are, are definitely expected, but it's good to hear how you figured out, okay, there's something broken. How do we fix it? And obviously landed the right person. So um, uh, obviously we talked about sales. We talked about engineering. What other functions are you hiring for at Level Up these days? Yeah, so we have uh, a marketing role that is open. It's an events and partnerships role. Uh, we're still kind of working on the level of, uh, of, of kind of individual that uh, would be successful in this role. Um, that's actually a role that I think could benefit from doing uh, a kind of a, a revamp on the hiring process and 
talking a little bit more in depth about the specific competencies of this person. Um, additionally, we have a, a pretty robust support team. So we have around 50 support professionals right now, and we'd love to have a few more uh, professionals come on in January. Um, so that would be uh, bilingual and uh, in English speaking. Uh, and they actually would work uh, mostly nine to five, but then we do all have some weekend and some after hour shifts as well. Got it. Okay. Uh, what's the best way to get your foot in the door at Level Up? How do you, how do I get a job there? Yeah, it's a very good question as well. Um, I would say, you know, actually engaging somebody within the company. Um, every employee has been very, um, very open and excited even to talk to other people about Level Up. So you find somebody on, uh, on LinkedIn that you're connected to and you can actually you know, reach out to them uh, and just set up a coffee. Um, people are pretty open and receptive to that. Um, that will get you um, a little bit more insight into the company culture and kind of what, you know, what we're hiring for and kind of what we look for in, in different individuals. One of the luxuries I have with Venture Fizz is I get to see the inside look of companies and their culture. And uh, along those lines, we recently published our annual Halloween slideshow. So I, I got a chance to see the amazing pictures of the costumes from Level Up employees, including your founder. Yes. Very impressive. Uh, so can you tell, talk more about the, um, you know, the culture at, at Level Up and what people can expect over the course of their career there? Yeah, um, so I would say it is um, a very inclusive culture and it's a very collaborative culture. Uh, so a lot of the teams um, work very closely together, um, which means, you know, we have to actually, you know, talk to each other and actually, you know, brainstorm on new ideas or new ways to actually solve problems. Um, so I think that people, it's it's definitely a, an environment where, you know, everybody's everybody's working very hard to try and, you know, achieve this big, uh, big goal of ours. Um, but I think that people are definitely open to, you know, having somebody walk up to their desk and be like, oh, I have, you know, X, X problem. Can you work, walk me through this? Or, hey, I'm looking to resolve this. What would you do in this kind of scenario? Um, there are people that have been at Level Up for, you know, seven years uh, that have a lot of internal knowledge um, that new people, just like myself, can actually lean on as well. Uh, and then there are, there's just a lot of different perspectives within the company as well. That's great. I'm always curious as to how people in your type of role evaluate talent. If someone does apply to a job or if they're referred in through, through an employee, like what are the things you're looking for in that person's resume or LinkedIn profile? And then how are you, you know, constructing the interview process from there if you decide to move forward? Yeah. I mean, on, on their resume, I'm, you know, looking to, to see if they have the, you know, skills that we're looking for for the specific role. Uh, but additionally, I, I, when I, when I talk to somebody on the phone, I'm actually evaluating them on their, kind of their drive and their passion. So, you know, are they, are they passionate about something? Um, do they have some per, kind of professional drive or organization uh, that actually, you know, drives them to, um, to something? Um, that's definitely really important. I would say that um, kind of like myself, you know, we have a lot of people in the company that have a little bit of a side hustle. Um, so we have people that have been uh, fire throwers. Uh, we have a person that was a member of the circus uh, before. Uh, and then we have, you know, a few music, uh, musicians actually as well. Um, so people that have kind of a passion outside of work is also very important because that, that kind of leads into a new perspective as well um, that actually brings in a new set of ideas. So you, 
had or have an employee that was a fire thrower? We have a few actually are in the fire uh, that are in the fire community here in Boston. Wow, that is yeah. so cool. Um, and then members of the circus. That's uh, that's equally impressive. Yes. So we had a um, we had our summer outing at Lawn on D, and we had a talent show, and learned a lot of things about our employees. <laughs> and one of our employees that had been in the circus actually got up and performed an amazing stunt where he he stacked uh, cans, metal cans, on top of each other, and he got up to I think three metal cans. So he was up five feet in the air and kind of balancing on this on these metal cans. Mm. It was the the audience i guess was a mix of like shock horror and like amazement <laughs> right. um, and i i am sitting kind of in the front row just kind of like oh no like you're an amazing ios developer please don't break anything um, <laughs> don't, fall don't fall please yeah I, it was it was amazing to see like all the different um all the different talents that we have and the unique perspectives that are actually brought to uh brought to make level up what it is yeah well that's so fun uh what are candidates doing in the interview process that they may not know that they're doing that they should stop? So I, I have to say my, I guess my biggest pet peeve is uh, having a candidate come to uh, come to either a, a, tech, a screening with myself or coming into an interview and not knowing what the company does. Uh, it seems it seems basic, but you know we you know we've reached out to coordinate a phone conversation with the candidate. Um, we'd like to make sure that the candidate actually number one knows what the company does, but then also has some idea of what you know what the role might be as well. Um, I've I, I actually start off all my phone conversations by saying you know hey I'm happy to you know chat a little bit about Level Up and kind of you know generic company information and generic role information, but before I kind of go into my spiel, tell me a little bit about what you know about Level Up. And that is, it, it kind of is too, um, kind of twofold. Uh, I, I definitely want to see if they've done their homework and their research, but also um, how passionate they, they talk about our product. Um, I, I kind of judge them a little bit on that. It does set the stage and tone, absolutely. Uh, I used a similar tactic when I was recruiting of, you know, I don't want to bore you with stuff that you already know about the company. So what, you know, so tell me what you do know. So I'm not duplicating efforts. And it does uh, tell you a lot. Yeah, and if they know if they know a little bit about the company, I usually will actually go into more detail about the company. Then that gives me, you know, I guess more range uh, to not just talk about surface level stuff with the company, but talk about oh, and these are how these two teams work together. Um, I usually budget about five minutes at the very beginning of the call for that um, before we even dig into their background. But you know, the more they know, the more I can give later. Yeah, it's like the analogy of when that person has done their homework and they're engaged in the conversation, you're like leaning into the interview versus if they haven't done your homework, you're like leaning back. You're like, oh, really? So that's that's great, great advice. Well, Jen, thanks so much for taking the time and for joining us on our show. I always like to turn things over and give you the opportunity as far as you can promote anything you'd like. So the mic is yours. Awesome. I just want to say uh, that we are hiring a ton. Uh, we have uh, a lot of different openings, um, so spe uh, specifically in engineering. Uh, so if you are a Ruby on Rails developer or if you are iOS or Android, please uh, please come over and talk to me. Um, but additionally, uh, if you don't see a role that is on our website, uh, please feel free to reach out to me directly. I'm always happy to at least um, have a conversation and you know, see if there might be a role in the future that we're hiring for. 
Very cool. Well, thanks again, Jen. I appreciate it. Uh, certainly feel free to check out Level Up's openings on their careers page, or you can also check out their biz page on Venture Fizz. If you found this podcast interesting, please make sure you subscribe so you'll get future episodes. And also please consider leaving us a five-star review. It does help in terms of getting us noticed on the different podcasting platforms. And of course, share our podcast with your friends and colleagues in the industry across social. It all helps. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you later. That's our show. Thank you for listening. To propel your career forward, go to VentureFizz.com, where you can visit our biz pages for a virtual tour of Boston's fastest-growing companies, check out our job board for listings of over 2,000 positions, and read about the latest in Boston's tech scene. Last but not least, please remember to subscribe to Career Inspiration by VentureFizz on iTunes or your podcast player of choice. And if you like it, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Have a great week, and no matter what, keep moving forward.